0: Welcome to Talking Tunes with these two bara
1: I'm Alex Kramer. I'm Matthew Grant. And we are the Goons,
0: here for another episode. We are. No Vanessa again. She is blowing up right now. We're so happy for her. Um, and, uh, She's doing a play. She's doing a play. She's doing a show. She's doing many of different things. So us Goons, we're sending her all the love and support yeah. we could possibly give and blood sacrifices and yeah. good juju and prayers. <laughs> and a and well-balanced meal. Right, right. <laughs> So, Alex, would you like to introduce our guest? Yes. Uh, this guest right
1: here is actually on an improv team with our third goon,
0: Vanessa St. Clair. She's a
1: very funny person. I remember meeting her when she just started improv, and she's gone on up. She does a lot of cool stuff. Uh, Annabelle Gall.
2: Gall. Gall! Yay.
1: <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show.
3: Yeah. Thank, thank you for giving me an opportunity to oh, yeah. <laughs> talk about one of my favorite subjects yeah Sweet.
0: well like i remember this was a cup co- we this this has been a long time coming because like yeah. <laughs> we tried to book you a couple months ago but then like some scheduling conflicts happened yep. yeah. and uh finally we were able to find the time but my point is, is like you were one of the people that reached out to me and wanted to talk about this specific band artists whatever yeah and so would you like to introduce the album that you brought with us today?
3: Um, yes, uh, it's uh, Radiohead's *Hail to the Thief*. Uh, mm. There, it came out 2003, so you know, kind of in the middle of their career thus far. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh,
0: it's their sixth studio, studio album. Sixth. It came out on uh, June eight? 9th, 2003. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have March 26th. 2003 well, so
3: here's the thing it Ooh. got released first of all here's some here's some background we were okay. just talking about radiohead lore a little bit but i got this from the book that i'm holding um it she was brought released, a book Can i did you, bring a book
0: what's the title of the book
2: before you
3: is uh radiohead the stories behind every song and okay. it's got all of their lyrics up through 2011 i think Yep. Um, okay. <laughs> but but this album was like an unofficial version was leaked a couple months early. Yeah. Unfinished, then, I think. Unfinished, a uh, different title, and then even when they finished it, that one was also leaked early, hmm. a few weeks. So oh. then they just kind of gave up. <laughs> this,
0: this, like, oh well. this goes to show, like, this people. First of all, like, you know, if you're listening and you need us to explain to you who Radiohead is, I'll just give you I'll just give you a brief synopsis. Um, they're they're literally the most they're they're definitely the most influential rock band of the la that has been around for the last 20 years. Like, like, I don't I think for- that's I I, I I I'm not sure what other argument you can make yeah. that could compare to them. And their influence over modern pop music and what it is right now. Like, there's, like, so many of these songs on this particular album that I was, like, oh, my God. If someone sang, if, like, like if someone like Billie Eilish, like, sang, like, there's one song on here in particular that, like, if she sang, it'd be, like, a big hit right yeah. now.
2: Yeah. So,
0: oh. I think that, yeah. yeah. So... I've never listened to Billie Eilish,
1: but I'm just going to go with you on that. Right, right. I'm just going to go with
0: you on that.
3: That's, like, one of the reasons that I I wanted to talk about this one, besides thinking it's the most uh, underrated, and, like, if you ask, just take a general poll of people, like, what's, who, even people who know Radiohead well, what's their, what's your favorite Radiohead album? It gets looked over, because it, it doesn't really do one thing a lot, like, Kid A experimental like in rainbows more digestible and then some of the earlier stuff is more of the grunge whatever but this one is like taking a lot of elements and like so you saying that there are songs on here that the vocals like i will sing in the shower because it's a good vocal range and it's a nice melody but it's behind weird like guitar riffs that are harder that you wouldn't normally see so
0: yeah They, they do a lot of like not this is more after, like, the Kid A insomniac period where they were kind of staying away from, like, sort of regular guitar kind of yeah. things. Mm-hmm. This one wanted... was more of a back to that. Oh, yeah. It was, like, a mixture
1: of, like, the stuff they did before and, like, the electronic stuff that they were going into. And, like, they, like, apparently, like, creating, doing the whole Kid A and amnesiac. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just, like, fucking horrible to go through for them. That was just like a humongous headache, like a year long process to create those two albums. Like so like correct me if I'm wrong, like Amnesiac is just like songs that didn't make it onto Kid A, or is it just like they just came up with like so many songs that they could make another album. You could probably answer
0: that question better than
1: me. yeah, Yeah, a
3: lot of it was like that, but that's true I think of them as like an artist as a whole because there's a lot of their most recent album that was done well before like their last album and, a lot like and i the,
0: know the one yeah. we're talking about a moonshade pool yeah um but i know what is it love never true love waits yeah that song's it. like 12 <laughs> years old isn't it it's like yeah. a really old song it's like a live and, favorite right yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: and they there was a live recorded version that was that was on like one of the bonus versions of an older album i think maybe amnesiac but like it didn't get i don't just it all it
0: It's never given its proper place on an album. Yeah, and that whole
3: era of like those two albums do blend together, even for me, who I've listened to a lot of those albums over and over again, Um, because, yeah, and and if you try to, you know, look on Spotify, figure out what came out when or whatever, it's all weird EPs, B sides, things that I'm like, I it's hard to sort of digest. Right. Oh yeah. As someone who, like. I don't know, I, I got into them in probably
2: 2008-ish. Oh,
0: when okay. when was the... Uh, what was the... Well, that was around In Rainbows. That was around yeah, that time. Yeah, was after out. In was Rainbows. That, was that the album that... Like, was that the first thing you heard from them, or...
3: So, yeah, my... Well, I knew, like, because, Pretty. like, Radiohead is older than I am, but... <laughs> 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 um, yes. So I I grew up hearing, like, Karma Police, high and, and liking it, and High and Dry, and I like that, and Creep, right. and I... Didn't really like that that much. Um, just on the radio. But but the first time I really actively listened to Radiohead, I was at my brother's, my younger brother's basketball practice with my mom and our iPod Nano that we like shared as a family, and she was like, Have you ever listened to Radiohead? And I was like, I mean, kinda, and she was like, Do you know this song? And she played Reckoner off Mm.
2: of
3: In Rainbows, and I was like, Oh, this is awesome. Right. And then I went. Like when I had my own stuff, iPod, like I, yeah. I started like in Rainbows and um, Hail to the Thief were kind of the first one. In OK Computer, those are the first group that I really got into.
1: Yeah, I remember OK Computer, I think, was my like gateway into uh, Radiohead. And it took me a while to like really like grasp onto them. Because like they are a band that's like praised. They're, like, I'm, I'm a fan. I don't, like, kiss the ground they walk upon, but there are, like, they're like, certain, like, publications that will always give them a
0: good review. Right. Except for, like, King of the Limbs, which I think is that,
1: that's a fantastic album.
0: You like mm. it? Yeah. yeah I, I wasn't, there's, like, one or two songs on there that I liked, oh, but I, I did appreciate yeah. that it was short. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it wouldn't torture you for
1: so long. Oh, yeah. I,
0: I hate, I've said it several times, I hate, Long albums. This this album we're going to talk about today is a little bit long, but but it's, I felt there's good when, stuff on it.
1: I felt like for being 14 tracks, I felt like it didn't lag, like it didn't like I wasn't like oh my god when's See, this gonna be over. Like, mm-hmm.
3: I could cut four songs from this album, mm-hmm. four really? specific songs. Yeah,
1: really? Wow.
2: Wow.
3: Well, wow. I mean, I I wouldn't. I don't feel like I need to, but there are four. There.
1: I'm sorry, Radiohead, if you're listening to are, this.
3: I'm sorry too. They don't care. Um, trust me. Um,
0: <laughs>
3: but but there's four that are either a couple that are just weird and a couple that don't live up to the others. I feel. Like. So. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I think
0: I, I think that you and I might see feel agree on some of the yeah. same things because like <laughs> oh, cause like ones. I think this album would have been excellent if it was like ten or eleven songs. Like then again, I'm not saying that long albums can't be great. But generally, I don't particularly, like, give yeah. me, like, you get, like, half hour, 45 minutes, anything beyond that is too much for me. Yeah. Like, also, um, my introduction to Radiohead was, I remember seeing the Paranoid Android video in the summer of 97, which was, like, a huge year for me musically, like, getting into music and discovering music and stuff yeah. like that. And the video to Paranoid Android, if you guys remember, is this really bizarre, weird cartoon thing. But the song was just extraordinary. And I remember, like, getting the album, like, a couple of weeks after I first saw it. And, you know, was blown away, Like,
1: what's your favorite... I mean, is this your favorite Radiohead album in general, or...?
3: I would say so. For a long time, it was between this and... And rainbows and okay computer because i like all of them paranoid android i do think is their best song musically speaking mm. if you were to look at the composition of it but that's another whole thing but i think because this one has of my top maybe five favorite radiohead songs ever three of them are on this album wow wow so
2: all right. Well,
0: yeah. you want to get into it? Or? I'm ready. If you want to, Alex. Yeah, so sure. Something else you want to say?
3: Um,
1: mm, give me a second here. Mm.
2: Second, 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 second,
0: second. Okay. Uh, no, I have nothing else. To say. Okay, let's go to the album then. Uh, first song: uh, two, two plus, plus two, two equals, equals five.
1: five. I like the way this song starts with uh, Tom going. Are we on? That's a one nice way to start, John. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are
0: you?
1: What are your thoughts on this song uh, "Annabelle"?
3: Um, I like this as an opening track yeah. because it starts out as just kind of like a, what's gonna happen? This is like kind of chill but a little eerie, and yeah. then uh, you know, the build up and it hits really hard. Um, and his voice does a thing in it where, like towards the end when he's like really singing and you get some of that feeling of you know how kid a and amnesiac were a little bit more experimental not as hard not as grunge like yeah but he still sings like that but you just get it in little moments oh yeah and so it's a really fun little like oh hey the, this album's gonna be versatile <laughs> we're gonna do some things yeah stay tuned <laughs> um, oh,
1: it's definitely uh different from kid a and amnesiac i mean uh, I'm not as familiar with Amnesiac, but like it starts off with this very just um, with uh, Johnny Greenwood, I believe it's Johnny Greenwood playing the guitar, mm-hmm. and then there's like this little like drum loop that's playing, and then yeah, it it builds, it builds mm-hmm. until like the whole band comes in at a minute and 54 seconds, and then it just gets loud. Well, it doesn't get loud and crazy. They're not. Like, it gets more intense. Yeah, Phil Sel- Selway, the drummer, is not like doing like. Neil per drum, yeah, so it's like...
3: like sh- right. Yeah, it's, but it's
1: like... But it gets loud, and then you're already thinking, like, probably, like, at that era, this is 2003, and diehard Radiohead fans are going, like, okay, Radiohead's going in a different direction, especially with these last two albums, with these really interesting albums, and Kid A, which people will never shut up about. Uh, I mean, it's brilliant. I don't know what else to say. It's a great album, but like, oh, my God. Yeah. But uh, then they just hear this, and they go like, oh, okay. This is something a little bit different. I don't, like, I'm not, like, thinking, like, like, like their fans got super pissed, going like, hey, well, where's the... I thought
0: we were just gonna do electronic stuff now, but I feel like Th- that's the <laughs> one thing they like. There's always like, fa- there's part, there's two parts of the ra- that want the rock stuff and want the electronic stuff. Yeah. And Radiohead seems like more and more now are trying to like ha- find a mix yeah. of yeah. it, but like they can't win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess oh. we're never gonna.
1: Like like they're like, I fo- they're, <laughs> they're
0: like they're like I wanted more electronic stuff, and then I was it's like I wanted more rock stuff, but they're both like, but it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're the greatest band ever. I'm just never happy with right. anything that right. they do.
3: Um, and real quick, did you when you wrote down or looked at the song titles, did you see just like one title, or did you see them all with? Parentheticals, yeah, yeah, like this one
1: has the lukewarm on it.
3: The lukewarm, because I want to bring up those because there's there's
1: okay,
0: yeah, because I I, I never, I I, I wanted to bring this up too
1: because like this whole album,
2: yeah,
0: kind of has like a hint of like a political, theme in it, yeah. Yeah. This, if if I may, this song is actually, um, this song is apparently like about how people will believe anything even if the truth is clear. And how some people use what? it to take advantage uh, to control people, like really? sort of like sort of like, like a, a like fake like, news commentary, or like people who just
1: like who don't give a fuck, who are just like yeah, well, whatever, you know, mm. I'm fine.
0: That's not what I got from it. I um, because like when I
1: listened to this... oh no, you were looking at the lyrics and you were thinking like oh, this
0: is what the song's about, right? Oh, okay, that. right. Because okay. I knew that there was like a little bit of a political tinge to this album, because like. That can- was, yeah, that was, like, basically against, you know, George W. Bush was president at the time. And, like, the thing that I thought was really, like, kind of striking was, like, some sort of, like, the political things that they averted to are kind of topical now, <laughs> just yeah. which is, like, yikes. Do yeah.
3: you want to hear what this book says it's about? Sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: sure. Read the book.
3: Um, well, the book kind of says that it's about... It actually gives the this song in particular a pretty long description, but it narrows down to he had just had a son and he was dealing with, like, the chaos of parenting, like, in sort of that context also. Yeah. So it wasn't just, wasn't just that. But, um, but, yeah, it's interesting because I, when I look up, if I just Google or look on most platforms, the, the track list for this album, they don't show the parentheticals anymore. And I like them a lot. And there's yeah. some of the titles that I like more. And also, uh, the album was, like, going to maybe be called, like, Hail to the Thief, The Gloaming. Which is one of the songs. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fun facts, but we'll Ooh, get we'll ma- get some more on
0: that because. So, I um, what was what was the thing you were gonna say, Alex, about this, before I <laughs> before interrupted you? Before you <laughs> rudely interrupted before me. I, ru- uh, well, I want to point out that I rudely, rudely interrupted.
1: He rudely uh. interrupted me. Uh, I don't think I was gonna say anything. Maybe I just forget. But like from what I was reading on the notes of this, it was just like uh from what i this quote that i uh, found out is like uh the song's subtitle was taken from dante's inferno york explained that according to dante the lukewarm are the people who don't give a fuck the lukewarm Mm -hmm. are on the edge of the inferno cruising around near the gates but they can't actually get out they're like what are we doing here we didn't do anything at all and in dante's eyes it's that's exactly why you're here. You did fuck all. You just let it happen. Wow. So the people who are just like, yeah, well, whatever. You know, why are you getting mad at me? I didn't do anything. So you
0: guys think that it's just, like, about, like, sort of, like, apathetic people and stuff like that? Because, like, I don't know. Like, Because I, 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 if you look at the title, 2 plus 2 equals 5, that's obviously wrong. But there is, like, <laughs> it also, it's, like, a lie. <laughs> You know. Yeah. So like, I kind of like oh. get the whole aspect of like this song is about. Th- I'll just say it, fake news. Like, yeah, yeah. Of, like, the- I mean, like
1: you get the last chorus here at the end. You have not been paying attention, paying attention. Like they're just like fucking banging that into your head. Right. Wow.
0: Yeah, actually, I love this song. It's a gold star for me on the. Yeah, album. it's
1: a really good one. Uh, are we ready to go to the next one?
3: Yeah, and there's a good transition into the next one, with that inferno.
1: Theme, like, yeah.
3: Um, because the people just kind of hanging out around the edges. Because the first lyric, uh, to the next song, just uh, sit down, stand up, is walk into the jaws of hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a lyric that I would I would doodle on the sides of my papers in school and draw little weird creatures and so. Yeah. That <laughs> That's went adorable. Over well, Aww. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> but um, I'm sure
1: your fellow classmates. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs>
3: Every, yeah, it's,
0: everyone it's, uh, wanted to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys like? Yeah. I love this like this beautiful contrast of these like bells and this like yeah. dark piano. I think it's like a
1: Glockenspiel from like what I'm reading. Like really, like Johnny Greenwood's like a multi, oh,
0: multi. Yeah. Johnny instrument. Greenwood is, is it brilliant. Incredible. We'll yeah. get we'll get into him a little more later, but like yeah. he's he is Radiohead's secret weapon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, just, he's just a genius. Just load him up
1: and shoot him out. Right. Uh, his his hair is great. He's got great, got great hair. Great hair. Yeah. The I stuff was, he's done with Paul Thomas Anderson movies right, is great. Yeah. Um, and this has a really like deep meaning. As simple as the lyrics are, it's about this <laughs> uh, like written in response to the Rwandan genocide. It's a, a very serious thing. And then if you like learn that. And you, like, look at the lyrics, as simple as they are, you can yeah. kind of... It kind of paints the picture of, like, what the meaning is about. Yeah. Which I found really interesting.
3: He has, like, we can wipe you out anytime. anytime. And Me. his voice is kind of being, like, spliced a little bit. Yeah. Like, more and more as you get into that song. And it's just sort of... Yeah, it's very eerie. But then the fun fact I have about that song is that... Um, you know, once it gets to sort of the the chorus, refrain, I don't know what to call it, when the, he says, and the raindrops, or then the raindrops, or mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. over and over again. And I read in an interview with him that he just said that because it sounded cool.
0: <laughs> oh, actually, it's funny. Someone actually wrote, I was on, I was reading some comments on, like, there's this great website that I get actually a lot of my info from called uh, songmeanings.com. Nice. And like I'll go on there and like, but w- after I listen to the song and like get my own interpretations, then I'll go on there and try and get like fans or other people's yeah. interpretations yeah. as I wave my hands in the air. I just <laughs> yeah, I thought care. I was gonna comment on it, but you're yeah. doing it yourself. Um, someone had like an interesting point. Um, uh, they said that like it seems that the this album. I don't. You know, I'm just p- quoting what this person said. It seemed that this album's central theme seems to be having unwanted control over you. And it felt like that this song is a little bit about the state of the Catholic church and the raindrops refer to God's tears, much like the lyrics to uh, paranoid Android when he sings rain down on me from a great height, which many people um, interpret as God's tears. Wow. So yeah. I was wow. like, Ooh, that's cool. <laughs> so who's this
1: guy? Who's this person who said that?
0: Some blogger. Oh. It was just, a, it was just a comment on the, Okay. site yeah Alrighty. I, I don't know who said it personally i just <laughs> thought it was a really interesting take on those raindrops sort of yeah
3: i think in general i'm i'm in the camp that like tom york and radio just they go back and forth between being like very very much meaningful with their lyrics and and you know they and very active in sort of what they care about and expressing that and also just being like stop trying to figure us out
0: yeah <laughs> like, we're just a band we'll just, trying to do just, our we thing We just
3: want to make our music
1: that
0: is one this the the one thing that is annoying about Radiohead is like like people and I, I think Alex will agree with me like people like uh, they're, they're like they're old, they're like everything that they looked over and and is done by them is so analyzed like yeah. to the point of nausea. And then like their fans, their fans are annoying. Uh, like a lot of a lot of like diehard no no, no disrespect
3: I understand. But, I've, like, I've they, been on the subreddit. Yeah, like so. they
0: they're they're annoying like and like like I enjoyed a Moon Shaped Pool even though I do have my like critiques of it. But like if you go online, like people are just like say it's the best thing they've ever done and like you know, and and, and I think it's a they're not they're kind of like Beyonce. Like they seem like they're kind of beyond critique and yeah. beyond criticism. And I despise that.
1: Yeah.
2: And so. they're like, yeah, no
1: artist is beyond critique. Right. That should yeah. be the thing. It's like the same thing with like Bruce Springsteen. or right. like, like Paul McCartney I mean, like, you know, these guys, these people are going to make flops. These people are going right. to write stuff that you're not going to yeah. like. Yeah. Those, we, those uh, are all annoying. people.
3: The people you just listed are people with long careers that have done a lot of different things and tried to, you know, evolved for their own for themselves and for their fans I guess sometimes and yeah um yeah it's very it's just very easy to sit down pick two random things that they've created and come to any conclusion mm-hmm. that whatever and then find a few examples to support it it's just very easy to argue about them Yo, yeah yeah just why no one wants to talk about them with me. <laughs> yeah i
0: yeah i just think you should just take the music for what it is yeah, yeah. and like you know, and just, like, you know, but, like, the three of us, like, we kind of listen to music on, like, a a little bit of a deeper level, and we try to, and I'm not saying our listeners don't do that, you know, but, or, like, or if it's wrong, if you don't do that, you can listen to music on pure surface level, does it have a catchy chorus, does it, does it have a melody I can whistle to, you know, like, and that's fine, but, like, for music nerds like us i think that a lot of music nerds that i know Mm -hmm. don't want to like they think like talking shit about radiohead is like the death nail of like their (laughs) their uh their credibility i guess so i don't know yeah i welcome all critiques right yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I, i do not care but yeah anyone have anything else to say about sit down stand up Mm, no. Do did, you say, did
3: we say "Snakes and Ladders" is the alternate title, which I just.
0: I no. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, uh, please give us those. Um, alternate titles. And,
3: and the alternate uh, titles are all in parentheses, and they have periods at the end of them, which mm. feels very, uh, like, you know, aggressive, but right. Yeah. But not. I, yeah, I like them. Well,
0: mm-hmm. I want to move on to my favorite song on the album. Sail to the moon. Yeah.
3: That's a good one to pick as your favorite. I have feelings about this, this one. This is a yeah. Yeah.
0: gorgeous song. Um, this uh, this song would have fit in perfectly on OK Computer. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Greenwood's
2: uh,
0: guitar and piano arrangements are just, oh. And Tom York's voice. Oh. It's amazing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't really have, like, a lot of drum. It's basically a piano, drums, and bass, and guitar. Yeah. Um, and apparently it's about uh,
1: it's for his uh, son, Noah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Hence the line, build an ark. Yeah. So, <laughs> which is a lyric
1: in the song. Yeah. Maybe you'll be present, but no right from wrong. Or in the flood, you'll build an ark and sail us to the moon. Right. Yeah. This
0: song is amazing. I
1: like the first couple of lyrics. Like, I suck the moon, I spoke too soon. Right. What do you think that means, though? Like, I suck the moon, I spoke too soon. Like, what do you think he's trying to, like, say with saying, like, I sucked the moon?
0: Well, um
3: I mean that reminds me of on Kid A, yesterday I woke up sucking on a lemon I've seen people discuss that at length like Oh yeah what like, <laughs> what is what is he, what is he doing
0: Yeah mm, let I'm me not, see I'm
3: not sure I to yeah, the moon Yeah look it up on song meaning I
0: sailed to the moon I spoke too um. soon how how much did it cost Maybe it was um maybe it was more of like a sort of um his thought on like I've achieved so much but really, what was it worth?
2: Ooh. That's sort
0: of... Maybe that's what he means by that. Like, yeah. And then, like, you know, he's talking to his child. The song is for his child. And, like, sort of, um, you know, all the success he's had with Radiohead doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Because now I have this child the to child. take care of yeah
2: i
3: had like a minor out of body experience listening to this song one time Ooh. yeah but and i've i've tried it again since then and it's happened again wow then. okay so please explain very powerful, this powerful in- very powerful magic in this song but i was i was in high school still and i remember being like just very in a, not having a good time depressed and and sitting at my sort of dining room table and, and like wishing that I was somewhere else and like I had my eyes closed and I think I had my head down on the table and in the next room we had a big window and like the sun came out for a second because it had been cloudy and so I had like through my eyelids I could tell that there was sun through trees like right when he was sort of crescendoing and, and things and I just like felt like I was floating Wow. and it was and that I was uh, like at a, at a place that was all sunny, at a beach or a field or something, and then when I like, kind of let it fade and then let the light go back and I, like, open my eyes again, I was like, whoa. And I did it in the car the other day when I was listening to this album again, just with the motion. And That's stuff. beautiful, and but
0: horrifying that that happened.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I dissociate. <laughs> Were you sober
1: when this happened?
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. dissociate on a regular basis. It's yeah. fine. Oh, okay. But,
1: um, <laughs> now I feel like a lot of people do. That's not like completely and like far pleasant, off. Though. It was It yeah. was.
3: Like re- restoring. Yeah. Like, like you my, weren't like scared HP, when my it happened. H P went up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs>
2: right. Wow, no, that's
0: awesome! Like, it's I mean, really like, special. there's times
1: time when, like, I listen to like a beautiful song. If I'm laying in bed, it feels like I have my eyes closed. Yeah. But I've never had that like out of body experience. So I'm like, yeah. that's very interesting. That's I, never happened to me. I before. Actually,
0: I've had that happen to me before too. You yeah. be listening um, to the Space Jam soundtrack? Exactly. <laughs> Everyone do the Space Jam. All right, all right. Like I'm floating to the trees. Right. Um, <laughs> actually, I, uh, I did it the first time I listened to the song "Bad" by U two. Uh, was that? that from? That was from the Unforgettable Fire. Cool. Um, it's an incredible song. Uh, basically, uh, like the part where he's singing, "I'm
2: wide awake."
0: Um, <laughs> and like you just wanted
3: to sing on the microphone. I, I sing all the time. Yeah. Um, I'm wide awake.
0: I am way better than that. <laughs> yeah, that was just me. Oh, I know.
3: Listeners, please vote. <laughs> Tweet us at.
0: But um. Yeah, like, I guitar is crescendoing along with, like, Vana's like, super high voice register that he's yeah. hitting with all this passion, and I remember lying in bed. I was actually, I was in my, I was staying with my grandmother, and I had this, like, my grandmother had this giant water bed for me to sleep on, and I just remember just, like, and it was dark. Like, I remember it was really late at night, and it was dark, and I was listening to it, and, like, I, I got that exact feeling. It yeah, like
2: it's, and it,
3: with this song, it was really easy because this song, like,
0: uh, you mean "Sail is, to the Moon," as yeah, well, yeah,
3: which is called "Brush the Cobwebs Out of the Sky," which is also beautiful. Mm. Um, but like, because it's it's so it's a lot slower, you can really kind of pay attention to every note and each part coming in, and and all the different layers of the song. It doesn't get all mixed together, mm. um, which I, you know, I that's something that when things get more electronic which i love but like you kind of lose some of that um and it's just a really like it definitely would not have been i wouldn't feel as strongly about this album without this song Mm. wow yeah i said it
0: (laughs) (laughs) whoa controversial statement (laughs) drama
1: Wow, I think we. Does anyone have anything else to say? I mean, Actually, like, I, I'm curious what the book says about it. Yeah.
3: Let's see.
1: Bring out the book. Well, Bring the out the book. The first thing
3: is a, a very personal and moving song, beautifully performed.
1: That's all it says? No, it's. Oh, okay. <laughs> to the moon.
3: But there's, like, there's a lot, and I don't want to just read Right, it. right, I, I got, got you. Of small print. But it was written in February 2001 while York was in the grip of First Dad Terrors. Those ah. are in quotes, awaiting the birth of his son Noah.
0: Aww.
3: So it was. It looks like it. Let's see.
0: This is certainly like a, a like a better optimistic for my child song
2: than like yeah. where the homes <laughs> are yeah.
1: Wait, is that a fatherhood song?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I don't remember the lyrics. uh, Uh, Honestly, I I don't. I've never like listened to a full Creed song except for. um, Wait, wait. wait. I'm trying to uh, hold me down. I'm six feet from the edge, and Uh, I'm I'm
0: six feet from the (laughs) edge. Wait, it was like, well, I just heard the news today. That one was better. Yeah. Oh, it's, She's my life. Oh, it's okay. Better. It's
1: just angels reading the newspaper. This it, um, creed
0: sucks, but I remember <laughs> all the words to these fucking songs for some reason. So, yeah, heaven you know, help me.
1: Good karaoke songs, probably. Oh, I don't right. know. Oh, yeah. d-
0: I'm sure the crowd will really like that <laughs> oh yeah thank you thank you um, for the great song <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you want to go to Backdrifts yes.
0: yes yeah awesome song oh it's great another gold star for me yeah so
3: this was the first Radiohead song that I really got into oh really, really? And, and my the, my method for um, listening to Radiohead over the years has been like at any one moment there's one or two songs that I, I like a lot and and then after I have liked them for a while, and then kind of faded and come back to them. Then I can, I may add them into my my favorites lists mm-hmm. and stuff. And that's with any music, um, but uh, this was the first Radiohead song that I s- spent a lot of time with listening to, just multiple Analyzing, times a day, you know. every day, because I really liked it. Trying to learn the lyrics and stuff back then, and I was wow. I was in middle school. I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, I wish I
1: did that in middle school. I was a hipster. Because I'm talking. Yeah. I wish I did that. That's, like, super cool, though. Like, you analyze these lyrics.
0: I got a point. Like, Alex gave me, like, this Cheshire cat look that was so funny. Like, he looked like the cat from Alice in Wonderland for a second. He's like, I wish I did that in high school. And then he's... Smiled at me. Um, I just to I say
1: thought you would yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. I loved it's, it. Yeah,
3: I was a hipster before it was cool to be a hipster. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Oh. So I,
3: did. I just hung out at playgrounds, with, didn't <laughs> hang out with any people, but listened to Radiohead.
1: Oh, we're
0: gonna we're high fiving <laughs> right now.
1: But like when I was researching the song, uh, I'm doing like weird hand motions. Uh, when I was researching the song, this song was just built on a loop that Tom York created on a portable. Walk Station synthesizer. I'm trying to say that synthesizer <laughs> before Kid A and Amnesiac. Wow! He so this is ha- like
0: his first like attempt at like drum loops and yeah. stuff like that. And
1: it's about like the time the band became trapped on a thing called a bullet train in a snowdrift in Japan. Hmm. Wow! Yeah. That's interesting. very. It has. I I don't know if you'd say it's a deep meaning, but it's just like, oh, here's a funny story that we're gonna create into a Radiohead song. Right there is this
0: really cool thing that happens when you listen to this song on headphones, like yes. the beginning of the song. I was going to talk about yeah, this. It goes back and <laughs> forth in the two channels. Really. Yeah. And it's like, it feels like it's like going straight through, through your, your head. head. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's, it's really cool.
3: I, yeah. And that's like one of, that's one of the things that first listening to it on good headphones, when it really feels like, or just, I think earbuds that go directly into your ear, are the, the way to experience yeah. this the most. That's how I Pro like, tip. that's the headphones um, that I like. But, yeah, But like, it just, it really feels like something is bouncing back and forth in your head. And it's, but it's sound very wild. Um,
0: By the way, I just, this is a little bit of a tangent. Uh, the, the beats by Dre headphones, guys, those are, those are $25 headphones that you're buying for $300. Stop it. Mm -hmm. Just stop it. Um, okay. Now back to, (laughs) now back to, uh, backdrifts. Backdrifts. Yes. I was worried
3: that was going to be a sponsorship, but it was an anti-sponsorship. Yeah, it was an anti-sponsorship.
0: Uh, uh, this is actually the song I was referring to earlier that I thought would be awesome if, uh, Billie Eilish sang it. Yes, um, yeah. I agree with I that. I like, cause I was listening to this and I was like, oh, now I know where Billie Eilish got a lot of her stuff, which <laughs> is an album I would recommend her debut album. Um, where do we go when we sleep? I think is what it's called. Japan. Uh, um, right. Japan. <laughs> that's where we go. Um, yeah, and the song seems to be about regression, yeah. but I like your allegory yeah. about the train. I mean,
1: I'm going on Genius, the Genius app, and that's what it's saying. Like, like a, where are we? Hmm. I mean, the bassist Colin Greenwood, I'm assuming, Johnny's brother, called the track The Point When We Managed to Work Out How to Make All the Boxes and Machines Talk to Each Other.
2: Hmm. So well, I don't
1: know what he means by that like having like the instruments and electronic machines work together.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe like maybe he means like actual like communicative ty- kind of things or maybe he's legitimately trying to make them talk to each other yeah. and then the robot <laughs> apocalypse happens and we there, all die. A good, Thanks Radiohead. There's
3: <laughs> a good quote in the book from from Tom York about um, writing the lyrics and just in, in the process of being stuck in the snowdrift writing this song but he was talking about snow. And he said, you know that cliched thing about a blanket of snow? I'd never actually seen it absolutely pure. There was nothing, you couldn't see anything. It was covering cars almost to top. And before we actually hit the snow drift, as we flew along, the snow would fall from the branches. And it was just completely dreamlike. At the time I was doing what ended up being a sample for this thing on a QY70 machine. So you wow, just cool. was in that environment and wrote this out of it.
0: Yeah. That's pretty That's wild. Cool. And
3: that's really yeah, that
0: this is all another I don't know if I mentioned this is another gold star for me. The uh, backdrift yeah. great song. Um mm-hmm. one I would recommend. Uh now that's I like I really like like hearing stories about like how people get inspired by vi- environments that they're in. Yeah. Like um, yeah. I'm gonna butcher his name, even it's alluding me right now. David Akbar the is lead Dave, singer Blur. Oh, I thought it was Albar. Albar. It's probably it, Albar.
3: Because he's in Gorillas also. Yes, yeah. and I was
0: just about to bring up the Gorillas. He was inspired to write Demon Days because him and his family were, like, on this train that was going through China. And he said, like, some of the more, like, China is extremely desolate and kind of, like very like he described it as like this is what the world will look like after the apocalypse yeah
3: happens. it's really funny that you bring up demon days because Demon Days as an album is, like, in my top three albums of all right. time with this yeah. album. so I have
0: someone who wants to talk about Demon Days that maybe we'll get that out. Is it Damon
1: Albarn? It is. <laughs> this uh, is my favorite album. I Not be, just that I did, just right. in life. In right, right,
0: Again, how disappointing would this <laughs> yeah. We just
1: invited an artist on. They just wanted to talk about, about their, their own. own.
0: Well, I mean... We'd have to, I guess. Like, if someone like Damon Akbar was like Al Barn, Al, whatever.
3: <laughs> now we're never gonna get him.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Blur and Gorillas fans. <laughs> Damon's not coming on because I can't say his name. Yeah. I'm sorry. And that's it. That's someone just saying. turned off our podcast right, <laughs> right. now. Someone is like, very fuck upset. this. You're right. I just ran out of the room. <laughs> That was so loud, it scared me. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, you want to go to the next? <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. For scaring uh, me. Yeah, uh, I'm ready to go to the
1: next it's one. To go to sleep. It's always good advice. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, so I felt like I should have listened to this song's advice. Yeah. What the...
3: F- um, the alternate title is Little Man Being Erased, so maybe that's you now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm a
0: um, little man erased. There is being a right? good
3: picture of Johnny Greenwood. You can really see... His hair in it in this book. He's yeah. got great
0: hair. He's got he's got it. Very nice. This is a uh, bizarre. What? Um I don't have this song written down. Really? Um maybe you're just enjoying it. How I, dare no, you. Wait, hold on. Like um I'm going to go on the Spotify right now and see if I maybe missed it. And if I did, I sincerely apologize. I did miss it. Yes. So this we're going to have to uh go ahead cuz I I uh, my notes start back up on the next song, but I totally missed go to sleep. That's wow. so funny. Um, so you guys are going to have to cover this because well, I have um, nothing to say. Guess we
1: have well, to pick this, up this is
3: one of my top five favorite Radiohead songs ever. Wow. Now I uh, feel like a total top, jackass. Top wow. I guess three. we have to pick up the slack.
1: No. Right. Okay. okay, here we go. Um, Where do we I
0: go already. from here? Oh, God. Let me go. Let me see if I can go listen to it for a little bit. You okay. guys talk and... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll
3: talk about it. We'll,
1: we'll talk about it.
3: Okay,
0: let's see. What What's your thoughts on this? Because
1: this is like one of your top five favorite radiohead songs why is it one of your top five
3: so this is one of their more like my favorite when i think radiohead is at their best is when they are their most like dynamic within a song sort of when when the song has parts where there's quiet parts and loud parts and whatever and i didn't study music so i didn't i can't uh explain these in correct terms i just put them in however i think about it but but this is one of those songs. Paranoid Android is like that, where it's yeah. got these different sort of sections and movements and whatever, where, um, and drops, to use the, like, electronic term. Um, <laughs> but because this song comes in with, like, acoustic rock guitar yeah. that I used to remember how to play when I could play Oh, you guitar. knew how to
2: play guitar?
3: Uh, yeah, and then I didn't play for a long time, and now I forget. <laughs> and there's another one they're there also on this album but uh, I, but, um, I can't wait
2: to
1: talk about that one actually that's, but, my,
3: that's one of my favorites um, oh but, yeah but, but this one like this song I think is just so well constructed with with the what, its highs and its lows you know like it just moves along like it's it's got a lot of like direction with it I don't yeah know.
1: and like what from what I'm reading here uh, like like York wrote the lyrics as a placeholder with the intent of rewriting them, but he didn't have time. So those are just like the lyrics, like the first draft of lyrics that he wrote. And he was actually when they were doing it, he was like, Ah, oh, you know what I'm actually really happy with these lyrics. Yeah. Like, I like these lyrics. <laughs> oh yeah, like one of his favorite lyrics. Uh like he, he later realized they were he later realized like these were amazing lyrics and he was most proud of and the lyrics he was most proud of on the album, especially the line may pretty horses come to you as you sleep.
3: Yeah. Wow. And I'm going to go to sleep and let this wash all over me. It's like the sort of, there's this like hard guitar part when he says that. And it's sort of when there's just the most noise happening. Yeah. Or the most volume at least. And it's, I like, I get a lot of like physical responses from music. And, and like, so if the music has really built up, like, in my body, I will feel that. That's why I like to go to like dubstep shows because I feel like I'm gonna explode, it's great. Is that
1: but, like your favorite genre of music? Uh, Some of you were like telling bad, me like you're like, a big electronic. Broccoli?
3: Yeah, drum and bass.
1: Drum and bass. That's so, like your go-to. So
3: everyone out there knows drum and bass. Uh, hit me up. If you want to talk about it? <laughs> Specifically European, but. Do you um, have a lot of opinions
1: anyway. on drum and bass?
3: No, because I don't think I've listened to a big enough variety. Oh, okay. There's like a, a specific sub-genre from, of a lot of artists from a specific few, like mostly Europe. <laughs> yeah, but, but you
1: love the European drum yeah. and bass.
3: This, anything? Well, I like, I like any, any music that has like some kind of intense drop out or drop in, like, but that's, I think that genre does it best.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. But, uh, but
3: still, this song does it. Well. Also, <laughs> welcome back, Matt. Thank you. Do
0: you have opinions? This song is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at myself that I, I don't really okay. know what happened. I guess, I don't know. But um yeah, that's really the, weird. That is that's that's never happened before. But like, oh my god, <laughs> Damon
3: Albarn is never coming he's on the never show. coming
0: on. Uh, <laughs> he's going to sleep. He's going to sleep. No, this song's incredible. Like, yeah. oh, that acoustic guitar. I like, love the acoustic guitar on right. this. Yeah, so Johnny Greenwood's like really like classic like. Uh, Guitar song? That's exactly <laughs> what it was like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, like, I, <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Like, that was, <laughs> like, a, that was meow, meow, meow.
0: Yes. Like, whatever that it's is. Like It's so good. Like, and so good. like
3: yeah. damn. And, like, and Tom not, York gets all whiny, and it's right.
0: all just, like, Oh, it's so Radiohead.
3: So yeah.
1: like, it's uh, like, it's a great song. Talk. so good. And, like, when you were in the <laughs> other room, I was telling Annabelle, like, what I was reading from, like, the notes i found, like, like, Tom York was planning to, like, rewrite the lyrics to this song, but he didn't have time, so these are, like, the first draft of lyrics, and then you find out that, like, oh, I actually really like these lyrics. Right. Like, some of these lyrics I just really like, just for, like, the re- like they're just, some of them are kind of Did you silly. already say them? No. Okay, go ahead. Uh, like, well, his personal favorite lyric is, oh, crap, may pretty horses come to you as you sleep, whichever they okay. like. But I really like the opening lyric for just because it's really random, like something for the rag and bone man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Like, it's very taunt, like it's the very
0: har- uh, Tom Waits. Sounding. It, yeah, <laughs> something for the rag and bone
2: man. Does this wow, like, that sounds exactly like is, that
0: was that th- was that was a good Tom Waits. Oh, right thank there. you. Yeah,
2: this
3: is another one that like when you said like Billie Eilish or like some a uh, uh, contemporary like, female pop vocalist, I would like the vocals in this song are are really like they're pretty there's a good range there that like how i define that is what do i like to sing in the shower and there aren't that many radiohead songs because usually they he he's kind of strange with his voice but this one yeah like, there's a there's a, several on this album this is another one of them cause. yeah
1: i mean like trying to think like i don't think i've ever sang a radiohead song that's
0: like karma no i, I know <laughs> i know i'm sure i was in the shower and be like fit out again <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: good, good practice for just projecting. Right, it, you
0: know, right. Like, and my roommates are like, "Stop
2: it!" <laughs>
3: no, you're in the shower, like, oh, and then I'm like,
2: uh, uh, <laughs> I a artist? weirdo?" No. I'm, I'm washing, washing my, my body. body. <laughs> or you could go with yeah. some
3: songs like "Fitter, Happier," like "Fitter." Happier. Soap. More Conditioner.
0: (laughs) See, now I have like. I got this really disturbing visual in my head right now of like. Someone whacking it in the shower and just be like fitter, happier, yeah. more productive. You know what? Let's just stop That's talking about the album and that vision you have. <laughs> let's, let's talk some about guy jerking uh, it in the shower. God, that is Could so be a man. I, I, I don't know why I felt so compelled to put that on the guy podcast. You know what? That
1: guy should go to sleep. That's right. He's having a rough day. This is an awesome song. It is a really go good song. Anyways. Yeah.
0: Just I'm very upset that I didn't get a chance to really sit with it and analyze it. But I it's will really go back good. to <laughs> it. I'll yeah. actually, I'll go as far to give it a gold star. Aww. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I don't I, know why I went aw. Like, aw, aw that's so that's, cute. That's adorable. <laughs> does anyone want to move on to the next one though?
1: Where so, I end and you begin. This right is, right is
0: um, this is where this is a song I that I would have taken off.
2: Oh. Really? Why?
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just didn't feel anything from it necessarily. It has a cool bass. Yeah, it and this like, was written back in 1998.
1: I find right. It. Yeah. So like
0: it it has like this. It kind of sounds like an old sci-fi movie. Um, it also seems to be about climate change, but I really don't... I didn't get anything from this, really. Yeah. So, did you guys... I think... It's all right.
3: I think, like, with this song, I like it, and... and But it does it does some of the same things that Go to Sleep and also There There do with, like, the harder guitar parts coming yeah. in a little bit. The but rhythm section... It doesn't, section, oh, it doesn't sorry. do it as quite as well, I think, or doesn't mm. use it as well. So, like, it's... I I have sort of a similar... Feeling about it, but it just seems like a, a a little bit like one tier below.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. so but like
1: the rhythm section is what really sells me on the song. The oh, bass yeah. and the drum is what really does it for me. And apparently, Phil Selway and Colin Greenwood, uh, it was it, their rhythm section was influenced by New Order, which I've only listened. That to makes, one, sense. makes sense. Yeah. which <laughs> I've only listened to one New Order album, so I can't really like go like oh, but. but I mean, like like just the instrumental is what really got me into it. Mm. Like, that's what really, like, grabbed my attention. Yeah. Like, I, the whole rest of the album has, like, uh, signature Tom York uh, echoey lyrics. Right. Like, wah. Yeah, that, that, like, desolate-sounding
0: yeah. echo effect that they that they treat with Tom's vocals. Well, Tom York should just... Most of the time. Tom
1: York should it. just do t- an album covering, like, famous lullabies. How would that it's sound, Alex? A bit, It's a <laughs> bitsy <minor. laughs> I can't do it on the spot, but
2: oh, it something would sound
0: twinkle, great. Twinkle, twinkle, let us star, 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 star. I
1: don't know, but just random slapping bass. Right. But. So many good impressions happening. Oh,
3: thank
0: you. you. This happens a lot. Yeah. I mean,
3: those were impressions. Wow, so many guests appearing today that we didn't expect. Um. <laughs> Ladies and
2: gentlemen, Damon Akbar is here.
0: Hey! <laughs> don't don't fucking talk about my music. Oh, right. Okay, boy. Oh no! <laughs> Wait! Thanks, Damon. Damon. Take care.
1: I love your restaurant. Yeah.
0: Uh.
3: <laughs> um. Anyways, here here's the thing that made me like this song, which we're still on. Where I end and you begin <laughs> called um the, the sky is falling in is the alternate title. Is that I met when I was like visiting my college boyfriend. I at, we went to a hookah place with his friends and like one of his friends and i like talked about this album and i was like whoa i'm in college this is an experience but um (laughs) but he told me that he saw that this song was in like some movie he was watching and i wish i I i remember which one but it was but it was all these action shots of a guy snowboarding down a hill in like a storm and things like really crazy and that's like kind of what i see when i hear this song and then uh No, I like it
0: more. Wow. I don't know what movie that is, and I find that a strange parallel with Radiohead and snowboarding. I don't know what, but... It's like a
1: snowboarder's going, like, yeah, I was totally banging out. Okay, sponsored by
0: Mountain Dew and Radiohead.
1: (laughs) I was banging out uh, in radio, in a rainbow. while I was (laughs) (laughs) grinding some noobs.
0: (laughs) Like that bit, like just, just like dead slowed died. down to
2: yeah. a very. Horrible, uh, but knowing yeah. me, I
1: like to beat a uh, dead horse.
3: Taste the, taste the in rainbows skittles plus Radiohead. Yes,
0: <laughs> right. That see that would make sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But Radio- what we did made Let's, notes. Let us let the three of us give you some career advice, Radiohead. <laughs> you multi-million dollar rock band, yeah. you. But I feel like they don't care about that. No. I'm, the the I'm, success. I'm, like, when they I got inducted... I, indu-
3: I know that they don't care No. Yeah, like, but. when they
1: got inducted, who were the two people that came? It was they, Colin. They
3: actively and- avoid brands. So. Yeah.
1: Like, uh, who was it? Colin and some other guy. The drummer. The drummer, Ed? Phil yeah, Selway. Yeah. They just came, gave a speech. David they were just Burn like, induct- thanks,
0: and that was
1: it. And yeah, they it was like, left. I mean, I... Like the little bit at when they got of inducted speech, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. When they like, I read a little bit of their speech. They're were, they were thankful. Like you know, we started this out. We didn't. It was kind of like we didn't know where the hell this was going to go. We're so happy with this, and then just bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I mean, what else are you gonna say? Yeah. You know, I, I think that they feel the way I do about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who the fuck cares? Like, yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't like the only thing that is enjoyable about it is when. Like an older artist who like doesn't really have a whole lot of fanfare, get some recognition, yeah, you know, yeah. like I remember like you know seeing Dr. John when he got inducted, that was really cool, do you know, who, do you remember who inducted him, Dr. John, yeah, John Legend, really, yeah. Like, cool. I know that's really odd, that's but like it's. Yeah. But John Legend gave like a really lovely speech. Yeah. But anyway, some
1: speeches there were really cool. Like Flea when he inducted Metallica. That, that was, was amazing that, speech. That was a fantastic speech, and also you could totally it's tell great television watching it. Yeah. also like it wasn't just like Metallica. They're very important right. to the mu- they're very important to the thrash metal movement. You know, he was like Metallica rules. Yeah. And like, and he was talking about like you know in the eighties, Red Hot Chili Peppers. We were just young twenty year olds drug addicts just torn, yeah touring the country when I heard fight fire with fire this feeling came into me I was like oh my god you're yeah, a that's, fan this that's good stuff
0: I love guy. Flea to death because he he is just he is just his passion for music it just is seeps incredible through him and I just I will watch any interview he does because he's so smart he's just like and he knows like what he's talking about yeah and like he's just I just I just love seeing how radiant he becomes when he's talking about music. Like, oh, it's, it's so so inspiring. awesome! He's, yeah, anyone who's
3: passionate about things light up like that is always
0: yeah. Oh, it's so it's awesome to
1: really see. Good. You're just like you're just not a person. Who just goes like, yeah, I like it. It's cool. No, he like it yeah, takes he, over his body when he. Becomes that's what I like about he and so when he
0: plays because obviously like if you've seen Flea. Play, like he's so in it, it's amazing. Yeah, he's just as compelling as anything on that stage when the Red Hot Chili Peppers perform. Uh, wow, like can we get to the next uh, song? Anyways. Yes, yes, <laughs> we suck young blood.
1: This is a very interesting song, especially the way Tom York <laughs> describes it. It starts off with piano and bass, and York described this as a slave ship tune with a freeform jazz nightmare.
3: That that wow. sounds right to me. I just my <laughs> note that I wrote. I wrote down one note that says, "Why did you do this, Tom?" <laughs> Not because I think it's like. It's for me. It's I hear this and I'm like, oh yeah, there's that that Radiohead fuckery where they're like, we're just gonna be kind of weird here for right, a sec, yeah. see what works, what doesn't, and then utilize that in our next
2: album. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's
1: kind of like. I don't I don't say an attack, but like satirizes Hollywood culture and its desire to stay
0: young and like suck their energy that's that's kind of what I got from it too yeah. is that it's about um I also got a vibe of like it might have been about like sort of that Hollywood notion about sucking the young i guess like staying relevant that sounded dirtier yeah. than I meant it to sound, but it <laughs> was, but anyway i got um one. i I also kind of thought that it was maybe about industrialization. Like, you know, how they, like, work people to death in these factories and, like, yeah. you know, and then sort of that. But that also makes sense, like, about... yeah ah,
3: okay, here's here's something that kind of She has a passage this. from the book. Yeah, yes, I do. Aren't you glad I brought this book? It is fun. Once again, this is Radiohead, the stories behind every song by James Dokini. Um, so you Radiohead is,
0: fans can go pick that up? Yeah, from...
3: Uh, about this song like he was talking about sort of people like being sucked dry by every scheming parasite in the world like you could find examples of this in the music industry and in the porn industry but it could just as easily relate to the way the extreme rights seduce young people to enlist in the ranks So he starts calling out fascists. So it's about about not just, like, Hollywood, but also, like...
1: And, like, going against fascism is, like, a running theme on this thing.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of... um, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and, like, was... George Bush was president at the time. I don't know who was the prime minister of Britain, was it? Tony Blair. He was very democratic, though, wasn't he? Or whatever, whatever, I apologize, I'm not sure (laughs) what, like, the political parties are called. They don't have democratic or republican over there. But
1: a lot of people criticized because didn't, like... George W. Bush and Tony Blair, like, work with each other a lot? I don't really remember, Okay, I, so I just know just, that you know Radiohead what? were how about this? for a long how, about, time. how about this idea? Let's just say that they did and just assume that we're right.
0: Sure. <laughs>
2: no. Even though that would be wrong to do. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Tar- it's a joke. How about, how about this?
3: Joke.
1: I'm we sorry. We say that, it didn't.
3: that Tom York described those people, like, dysfunctional teenagers being transformed into homicidal little skinhead motherfuckers so they were very political
0: yeah this is, this is like horrifying me how like apropos like this album is now to yeah. like our current situations Yeah, to- i mean like verse one
1: is just very just like no bullshit like are you hungry are you sick are you begging for a break are you sweet are you fresh are you strung up by the wrist yeah Yikes. Yeah. And then
3: and then the like and it's just like slow and very paced with that. Just like it is, a, it does sound like a march almost. Yeah, it's just but, like, like, like there's a out chan- of time,
1: like zombie-like claps to it. Well, uh-huh. weird I was like, oh shit!
3: Piano music and then it gets to that weird interlude thing. Yeah. That where it just like speeds up and it's like really fast and frantic and chaotic and then it goes back to the march and stuff. Yeah. So this is one of their songs that's like very much a statement piece. That's like yeah. like this has. There's a lot of songs that you can not listen to the lyrics and just like listen to the music and, and still get an experience out of like this one you to get the full experience of this song you need the lyrics for sure. Oh yeah. For sure.
0: Anybody else have anything to say about this?
1: Uh no. I'm ready to go to the glooming.
0: Yeah. So
3: this let's... was well, this was one that I would like it wasn't one of my favorites. But yeah, I do think it's like this no, the we suck young blood.
0: Oh, it's not one of your favorites? No. But yeah.
3: I still think it does something important for them, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but, yeah the gloaming. I see its place on the album, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm not like yeah. I'm not crazy
2: about.
1: Yeah, the song it either. wasn't amazing. And the glooming Let's, for me. We're moving on to the glooming. Yeah, we're we're going. Okay, everyone, stop what you're doing. Stop <laughs> making that sandwich. Stop doing whatever <laughs> you're up, doing. Just shut up. We're shut going, going to the glooming. Shut up. We're it's, going to glooming. It's the gloaming? Yeah, the gloaming. <laughs> Get in, loser. We're going to the glooming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that movie would be so much better if it was just about Radiohead. Right. Uh, <laughs> But, okay, The Glooming. Uh, This song, for me, when I was re-listening to it earlier today, it went by really fast. And it kind of just... I I wasn't, like, a humongous fan of it. It was just kind of regular, kind of, like, instrumentally, what I've heard from Radiohead so many times before. It kind of felt like a filler track to me. It didn't Uh, really do much for me.
0: I uh, kind of felt, again... The last three songs are songs that I was kind of meh about, and the glooming is one of them. But I do there was some interesting things with it. it, This song also kind of goes back to like the drum loops and the and Mm -hmm. and like those kind of the electronic sort of things, and it does end up sounding like an early like Nintendo song, like as the song (laughs) like kind of crescendos out.
1: But there's this really interesting sounds straight like uh, Mario. Right.
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't no, okay. do that. No, okay, uh, but it. Uh, there's this interesting quote from Tom, who uh, said, like, he said at a show, <laughs> which he said, the next song we're gonna do. Should I do it in my Tom York voice? This quote. Try it. Okay. <laughs> so the next song we're gonna do is about the rise of fascism and the right wing. The only way to stop them is to do something. If you do nothing. They win. And those people are fucking crazy. <laughs> That's a terrible I'm glad uh, you said it first. You didn't have an accent.
3: <laughs> but um, I think it's important to know what bit, the gloaming means. Because the gloaming means... Because it's not glooming. It's gloaming. It's a different word. It's like, um, it can mean, I think, like a certain time in the evening. But it's also, in, in this case... Because they made this... It was going to be the album title. They made it the right. subtitle. It refers to a general all enveloping darkness that's slowly taking over mankind like some plague from the Middle Ages. That's um, what Tom said it to mean. And he wanted this to be kind of like the central theme of the album of that feeling of like like things kind of covering you, and this what I wrote down about this track because when I listened to it, it's another one I listened to with headphones and my eyes closed. and I was like, This is the druggiest track,
2: right? Track of, yeah,
3: where it's just like the sounds kind of going back and forth and layering in and out, and it's more yeah. new Radiohead than old Radiohead for sure. Oh, definitely, because it's like more yeah. just
0: you know, and also it's repetitive.
1: just
3: like it's loops and things, which, yeah, which, as someone who likes electronic music. Did I mention that already? But um Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. You might have. I, I,
0: we might I have like mentioned it too. It it's, it's not one like of my
3: favorites are. because not as much happens in it, but I still it's one that for me like does feel like very central to the, the, the theme. The theme and the the aura, I'll say, <laughs>
2: of this album.
1: Yeah, because it was exactly kinda like stand up sit down where like it has this deep meaning but it doesn't like like hit you well, it does definitely like hit you in the face with it, but there's not like many like deep lyrics yeah. describing it. It's just simple, especially like they will suck you down to the other side. It's they not very that. subtle lyrically. Yeah. yeah. No. And, you know, genie let out of the bottle. I have no idea what that means. It is now the witching hour. Genie let out of the battle now yeah, it's just repeating stuff. Murderers, you're murderers. We are not the same as you. Genie let out of the battle. Funny haha, funny how when the walls bend, yeah, it's just repeating lyrics. Yeah. So you kind of have to do your homework and figure out well, what they're talking about. But see, yeah.
3: For me, this is one that like I experience. I don't think you need the lyrics to get this to feel this song. Like, yeah. Get it, like I don't know because for me I I don't really know the lyrics that well to this one, but it's still one that affects me a lot that I get when I'm listening to it loudly and stuff just because it's a weird thing that you fall in and out of as you're listening to it like it it has a I don't know it's powerful in that way rather than like and the lyrics just kind of make it too much maybe some sometimes yeah
0: you know I was thinking you were talking about like how this album is kind of about darkness and how it like about things like kind of pushing you down and I'm thinking about like Radiohead always like kind of play in darkness and kind of like sad Mm -hmm. things and I, I wonder, like, what would it be like if they wrote a song like Walking on Sunshine? Like, <laughs> something that's, like, overtly happy. I don't think I could think of a yeah. radio song that's, like, overtly, like, have this they ever is written a happy... A, have they ever written a song that's happy? <laughs> Can you think about it?
2: Yeah. I, I,
0: I can't
1: honestly...
3: If you look honestly. at lyrics, like, they definitely have some that are happy and hopeful and stuff, yeah. but people will... Because, I mean, there's, there's songs I literally use as... I mean, on, videotape on... on um, in Rainbows was, like, a mantra for me. Yeah. to like get through my like horrible depression in high school. Right. Yeah. But uh yeah, and and some of them and, but it's not the well-known songs. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. Yeah. I do there's a song off King Limbs <clears throat> called up No, um that called a happy one Lotus Flower. Yes. which yeah. is um it is like sort of about like um it seems to me like it's about like the ending of a relationship that and it's just letting it go away and then like slowly we will unfold as lotus flowers beautiful lyrics um yeah that um it, that it seems like even though this relationship is ending we are going to blossom into new people because of it and i just thought that was a that that's the one song that comes to my mind that i thought was yeah. very like beautiful beautiful like kind of a positive kind of thing but there is still this element of like sadness to it
2: yeah
3: yeah it's videotape has the line no matter what happens now um it'll be okay or something because i know today has been the most perfect day i've ever seen Mm. like it's amazing very good also lotus flower Great music video if you haven't
0: seen it. <laughs> he's just like he's just jiving dancing and dancing, yeah, wearing his out. really tight jeans. He, he's just dancing around. like, my tight jeans?
2: Very good. There's no space inside my pants. These pants are tight. <laughs> Baby, you can
3: see.
0: Okay, That's you can you see? Do you want I to think, go to the next song?
3: I, a tight I don't know. I kind of want to hear
0: this out. Okay. Air. Okay, I'm done. I wanna go to the next
1: song because oh, the next song is, is fucking amazing. Okay, this is, this is one my uh, platinum star yeah, or whatever. I, yeah. yeah. This is my favorite song in the album.
2: This is my favorite also, I would yeah. say. There, there.
1: It well, was, the the single, top, was the first single, it was the single
0: they released to promote this the album. Yeah. And wow, is it I great. love the
1: drums on this album and yeah. just it's such a great jam. This, That's like I, musically I, have, I love
3: like, it. Cried like listening to this super loud and screaming the lyrics and with like the windows down in my car driving really fast before like I love yes. this song yeah so much it's really
1: about like a relatable subject like the human struggle against the evil forces of like of temptation hmm and yeah. like especially with like the like when I read about that I was like oh my god the chorus makes so much more sense yeah just because you feel it doesn't mean it's there right yeah, yeah just the annoying temptations and these Pressure, you like, you put it in yourself, and you just realize it's not there. You have, like, you have the power to not fall into these temptations. You, yeah, it's just like something you make up in your head sometimes.
3: That's another like mantra that I've definitely used when I'm like trying to make decisions and stuff. And yeah, and also like the end is we are accidents waiting to happen. Yeah. Yeah, and that like that's those are like both of those lines are also lyrics that I would write in the margins of things all the time.
0: This it's guitar really riff is incredible. It is great. Places, yeah. God, like, it's so no. good. Like yeah. this so is good. this is uh I this song is incredible. Like there's just like like after they kinda like it's perfectly structured. There's not a wasted yes. second yes. on this song. Yeah. Yes. Like there's like this uh like after he says there, there, and like does the and like yeah, there's and just like it, beautiful it like little kind of breakdown and then it's like builds up. Bit. Oh, it's so good. and then like about 316, this haunting bridge comes in and asks these questions why so green and lonely and lonely yeah. and lonely? And he's like, Heaven sent you to me, to me. Yeah, I just, it's just and it's so like, good. and then it builds into this. It, it's at about uh three minutes 58 seconds, there's this incredible right. guitar solo. Oh,
1: like this jam, right? To, like, it's the piano. most intense
0: moment yes. on the album, in my opinion. Like, it's so like. In your face, and so it rocks. Yeah, and that's when they go into the like, uh, we are accidents waiting to happen. It almost sounds like, like, and you, Alex, you said the drumming. The drumming sounds like primal. Yeah, and almost like we're coming for you. You know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, this is a great. But for song. me, like,
1: it's not like scary so and like frightening, like Radiohead. It's just like yeah. this cool, like, pers- like hmm. It, it, like, for me, I kind of get what you mean by, like, it, like being in your face. Like, we're coming for you. But, like, it wasn't, like, a frightening feeling with, like, some other, like, Radiohead songs. Where, like, it's, like, very loud and distorted. It was, like, this, this really cool jam with, like, this deep perspective.
3: No, yeah, because it was coming, like... It wasn't, like, coming at you. It's, like, oh, you're here also with us. Like, yeah, you're part of this. Yeah, thing. let's take... Like, let's go on this journey scary. together.
1: It sounds cheesy, but, like, I completely get what you mean. Yeah.
3: Like, I literally got chills just talking about all of all of these moments in the song and like you know it's real because it's hot in here so <laughs> right um couldn't yeah. have been anything else. Yeah but so go this, ahead. Yeah this is know. just like this has been between like my my favorite song of all time like changes a little bit, but but this is one of those contenders that like wow years is always one of your there. this is like one of your favorite. Yeah this is this is this is up there and like and because it's just yeah it is a perfectly structured song And right. that's what we were talking yeah. about when you were listening to the other song what i said about that one is that and something that radiohead does really well is that they like their song when they're doing their best i think is that their songs are structured so perfectly so it's like here's a little quiet part like here's a big part here's a little like kind of breakdown so you can rest from that and then build back up to a big thing right it's, but it's different and then they'll do some kind of switch up and like just any song that is like that that's how i define a good song objectively mm-hmm. as someone who doesn't know very much about music i like like as and i haven't studied it but um and this is also one of those songs where, where it has just like it's so dynamic and there's just so much to it and the lyrics just get to i me. actually
0: I this it. would be a song where like There's two songs where like, if like, if someone asked me what Radiohead was about, I would say, probably, I would say, cause like, if I tell someone to first listen to Paranoid Android, which I would probably say is their best song, the length and like the way it is is a little bit, like you need more yeah, context you before need- you get to that song.
3: It's not intro level.
0: <laughs> right. So like, I mean, you could say Creep, fine. But like, it's like, between like, They're There and Everything in It's Rice- right place, would be the two songs I would say. Listen to these two songs, and then you might get an idea of what Radiohead is like. Yeah,
3: That's a good answer. Yeah. I respect that a lot. <laughs> what do you think, Alex? No, no, I
1: mean, whew. I, like, I haven't, like... I like Radiohead, but I never, like, dedicated so much time to them, so I can't really, like, think of, like, oh, what would I recommend as an intro song? But, like, I, I like that answer. I mean, yeah. I, I don't really have, like, a deep, like, oh, this is where I would lead a radio a person who's curious about Radiohead. But I just, just love this song. I, love, I just love it musically. That's just all what I really love about it. And it's really just, it's really like their rock song. Like yeah. this is like the most rock song we have on this album, mm-hmm. which is something I just
0: really dig. Yeah. So are we ready to go to the next song? Well, we are at the halfway point, so we have to ask the halfway point question, which is Annabelle, have you ever seen Radiohead live? Uh, oh, yes. sorry, I didn't know it.
1: I have. This is a new segment.
3: What?
0: Well, it's it's kind of <laughs> been something we've been doing, so like. <laughs> so, but yeah, fuck it, let's make it a segment. Um,
3: I did see Radiohead live. I saw them um after so since I got into them like 2008 and I got obsessed really fast, but they had just put out an album they and they were like already finished touring and and so I was waiting for years. All the time, like grasping at any news, and then when they put out King of Limbs, I was like, "Oh, they're gonna tour!" And my whole family is Radiohead fans. My um, my mom and I especially like bond over that. Right. Um. And when when they uh, when they were touring for that album, they did come to D.C. because which close to us and from Virginia. And when the tickets went on sale, we had like, I. I was at my laptop, my mom was at her laptop. My brother was on his like iPod touch or my, mom, my dad's iPhone or something. My dad was downstairs on a computer or whatever. And we were ready and so we got tickets. Um, they played at the Verizon Center. It was uh, so like big arena. Our seats were not great, but you know like it was I wish we had been at the, we, we all agreed afterwards that we had wish we'd been on like the floor or something but mm-hmm. still like to hear. They did play there. There, they played the national anthem, which is one of my other favorites. They played, mm-hmm. they played, the songs that I needed to hear. Right. And it was like I def, I definitely cried. Yeah. That was great. I was, uh, what year? That was like two thousand eleven. I was in high school. Okay. I actually,
0: I saw Radiohead the last time they were in Pittsburgh. Ooh. Um Honestly, I was so high and so drunk <laughs> at that show. I remember it was a great show, but I do. Uh, there was a little bit that left to be desired. First of all, they didn't play Karma Police, which is like <laughs> it's a song you 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 beg to hear live. Um,
3: yeah.
0: um, but they played a lot of really great. They played. They didn't play there there either, which is another song I was hoping to hear them. But the one thing that they, I mean, they did a lot of interesting things. The one thing that they did that I'd never seen before, really, from anybody that I've seen live, um. Most bands, when they come out live, they come out with this really high-intensity, like, real, like, let's get the crowd-amped <laughs> song. Yeah. You know, like, 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 uh, like uh, Kiss coming out to uh, fucking rock and roll all night, whatever. Um, but they came out to Daydreaming. So oh. they, oh, and, and if you guys know, yeah. Daydreaming is a song off a of moon-shaped pool. It's this really beautiful, somber you know. piano ballad. And, like, I remember, like, just being, like, Wow, that is different.
2: That was really <laughs> yeah. cool.
0: And like but the show was amazing. Like they played They also didn't play everything in its right place too mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about it. It's like what are you doing to me Radiohead? Yeah. But they did they did play National Anthem. They played Idiot Tech, which is another great that's song a, off of Kid A. That's a classic, Radiohead. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. did play How to Disappear Completely, which oh, I cried during.
3: Interesting. Yeah. I would cry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I go see Radiohead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that'd be awesome to You know that what they
2: song, did? Like? They
3: played, um, when I saw them in 2011, they played Full Stop, which didn't come out until 2016.
0: Right. Wow. Until
3: then. That's really so, cool. That's Stuff like that. And that was really cool, because they're like, oh, this one's kind of new. <laughs> right. Which is how they introduced them.
0: Like, uh, okay. Oh.
1: I've never seen them live, so I can't contribute.
3: And I'm going to see Tom York in uh, September or August or whenever he's. Or oh, ra-
0: is where is he playing?
3: Um, is it, it's not Sage It's somewhere, somewhere here. Oh wow, I now. didn't know he was coming here. His. That's cool. Um, but,
0: That's interesting. But okay. I'm very excited. I remember listening to the Eraser album. Very Thought good. it was just, eh, I was okay with it. Yeah. It's, but. it's
3: not. If you're expecting Radiohead, you're not going to get it. No, but, it's definitely like, it's, not Radiohead. It's a different, for, their, right. again, it's for electronic stuff. It's really,
2: I love it.
0: Okay. All right. Are we ready to jump back in yes. to the next song? Yes. Uh, I will. Right?
1: <laughs> I will jump to the next I song. I will.
0: <laughs> and it's called I Will. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, the
1: shortest song in the album, so yep. I didn't really have much to say about
3: it. This is the song I used to practice my harmonizing. Really? I mean, well, there, there is beautiful there's three, there's, harmonies on like this a song.
0: It's a really fun yeah. song
3: to sing, and it's really fun, like, because I like to sing. I don't do that, but I used to be in choir and stuff when I was a kid, and I would, I liked harmonizing a lot. That's a really satisfying feeling for me, and I will try, when I'm alone mostly, but I will try to harmonize on, like, with songs that are on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this song has him singing three in, like, three, you know... Three reception. different octaves, yeah. 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 And so I'll pick one, and I'll practice different ones because it's sometimes hard to stick to the one you pick because the other ones you sound have,
0: not It hard. sounds like you have a pretty yeah. good ear. Wow, oh, like, that's cool. That you can pick out the harmonies. So, this song is very... It's a single... It's a simple vocal with a like a guitar. It's very ballady, but... God, this song is sad. It, it's yeah. about a... It's about a bunker that was blown up, that mm-hmm. was filled with women and children during um I believe the gulf war okay. um just so and also i i actually really like this song like placement on the album because they're there is so intense and then like i will is like calm yeah. It like yeah. settles you down a, a little bit before we start getting towards the end of the album yeah what do you think alex
1: uh, well, I mean, yeah, like, I re- re- like reading the lyrics, I'm like, yeah, this is incredibly sad, but, you know, just, it was a nice little calm little track, being that it's the 10th track on a 14-track album. That, yeah, it was just a calm little vocally beautiful song, yeah. I don't have much to say about it other than, like, the vocals are very nice. Okay. Yeah.
2: According
3: to, according to the book, um, on more than one occasion, Tom has said that I Will is the... Angriest thing I've ever written. <laughs> Almost inexpressible rage. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't sound angry as much as just very sad. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's... um. It is
0: sad. Yeah. It's, I think... I know that's something I... Because, like, when I get angry, I don't, like, get, like, I'm going to fuck him up. I'm more like I get sad yeah. when I get angry. So, like, that's actually... It's kind of cool that, like, he's kind of this... At least in this aspect, it's, like, something I can certainly relate to. Um, But, yeah, do you guys want to move on to the next one? I mean, it's
3: it's a short song, so short. Yeah. uh, Yeah. A
0: minute and 58 seconds. seconds. That's how long the song is. Yeah. Yeah. So the next song is actually another gold star of mine. A Punch-Up at a Wedding. It has a really funny, like, backstory to it.
3: The alternate title I want you guys to know up front is No, 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 no.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. So I, I actually, like I'm really curious. Like, I want us to like at the end of this, I want us to like take all those like parenthesis title, those what is it, prefix titles, yep. and like um, put them together and see what they say as a whole. Uh, I think that uh, might there's be. There's a whole
3: thing people discuss, and I haven't gotten too into it about like because there are alternate track listings for this album, since right? Probably from the unofficial version where people. Speculate on not just the track titles and or just the, but the order and what would be best and stuff. It's right. a very rich vein, I think. Um
0: but anyway, a punch up at a wedding. Um super good. This sounds like a Tori Amos song to me. I have not listened to Tori
1: Amos. This so I sounds can't. <laughs> like if you guys
0: love Tori Amos, I think that you would sink your teeth very easily into this song. Awesome, like almost kinda funky bass with this really cool piano riff. Also, like, maybe, you know, if you like Tori Amos, Fiona Apple, whatever, yeah. um, this is a great song. This song just has a really awesome yeah. groove to it. Yeah. But what's the funny story behind it, Alex? It's about Tom York
1: reading a review of Radiohead's show at Oxford, and just it like really annoying him. <laughs> and he like says like I happened upon by accident basically a review of our Oxford gig, which was like I mean one of the biggest days of my life, obviously, and for all of us. in this whoever this person was just tore it to shreds and they couldn't quite think of how to tear us to shreds really. So they just tore the audience to shred shreds. But this person managed to totally ruin that day for me forever. And it really shouldn't. Ha- and it really shouldn't have done. I shouldn't be, I should be big enough to just ignore it. Mm-hmm. So just him reading a review of a good show and it just ruining his day. Right and yeah again once you get context the lyrics make so much more sense like i don't know why you bother nothing's ever good enough for you explains critics i was there it wasn't like that you've come here just to start a fight
0: as as critics <laughs> yeah
1: Again, yeah, like the chorus explains it perfectly you had to piss on our parade you shred our big day you had to ruin it for all concerned in a drunken punch-up at a wedding yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, This uh, is a great song. Yeah, Yeah, I I I really
2: dug it.
3: This song is very like, this is also one that's very sort of easily digestible for people who like are not sure about radiohead. I agree. I agree. Like, hey, this has got some cool things. Like, kind of after that, uh, that part that you just read, like it kind of comes in with a weird little like shaker noise. I don't even know what instrument that is. Or like, probably a maraca. I think it was. But it's uh different, yeah whatever. Um, they'll just there's kind of weird things hidden in it, but it's mostly kind of a like really easy song to listen to, but you do feel the anger in it like cause yeah. it's, singing the lyrics and stuff you like when I do that <laughs> like I feel that it's very it's very good that's that's always been this was an that was an early one that I not that long after backdrift, I got into this song.
0: It seems like this was, you said In Rainbows was, like, right, like the first album that you got into. Yeah. It or,
3: was, yeah, sort of.
0: But, like, Hail to the Thief was the it next was, one? like,
3: In Rainbows. It was the one that my parents had CDs of. So right. I put on my iPod, and it was, like, In Rainbows, OK Computer, and um, Hail to the Thief.
2: Uh-huh.
0: This actually, I'll make a confession. I've listened to pretty much all of Radiohead's albums except this one. So it was like interesting We're to like. Out. I know, like to get into like this one. I don't know why, I, I just didn't listen to this one. I think because it fell at a, it came out at a time where I wasn't really interested in rock music, at yeah. the time. Like yeah. I think I was really into like hip hop, at the time, and was kind of like eh, rock music. Eh. <laughs> I remember Radiohead's OK Computer, but I didn't like Kid A or Insomniac at the time. Um. Yeah. Well, Kid A is very, uh, it is very yeah. divisive. I. But looking back all these years now, it's brilliant. Um, in my opinion. Um. But yeah, this this I don't know why, but this album like eluded w- me for a long time until yeah. I had to do a podcast on it, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is a good way to get into like these sort of albums. Like my favorite album of theirs was still always probably still always be in Rainbows, but I really like. Listen, this album was right before In Rainbow. So I kind of like this was really shows to like where they were going in this part of their
0: career, Yeah, which is really cool. So
3: earlier, about an hour before I came here, I was like going through Radiohead's albums, like just when I was writing down some notes and I kind of categorized, I was trying to categorize all their albums as like, as either a, like a, um, a movement an experiment or a like uh synthesis
0: interesting sort
3: of and this one's a movement because it's like
0: what do you mean by that though like oh
3: i will elaborate please
0: please i thought about this
3: and those and i those are just sort of words that i'm choosing now out of several that i was thinking of but but like a movement or a direction is like the albums where you can tell that they're they're sort of like an experiment, I'm going to change, but movement or direction, like you're, the albums where you can tell they're, you can hear what they did before and you can tell they're trying, bringing in some new elements and it's like kind of a weird mix of things. And so it would be like, this one is like that. I would say, um, OK Computer is like that. Mm-hmm. And I would say, um the King of Limbs maybe is like that. But then they have albums that are sort of, they're like doing one thing, which is kind of either all experimental but it's more solid like kid a and amnesiac is like they're like this is what we're doing right Right. now like Kid A especially like this is what we're doing and um the early albums were like that and yeah because like
0: kid Kid a to like i'm sorry from ok computer to kid a is a huge crazy left turn even for like something as like weird and different as ok computer was at the time yeah um yeah nobody expected them to come out with yeah. an album like Kid A
3: but uh, like Moonshaped Pool is more Moonshaped Pool is a synthesis because it's Moonshaped Pool to me the most recent one you know that takes aspects of like all of their albums and utilizes them in ways that like that, and that's why I don't think it's that like good overall all like hmm. I don't know, but it's I, I don't have a pattern. I haven't worked this theory out. This was literally <laughs> right before I came up here. <laughs> yeah, um, something I thought of just a minute but it, ago. But it is true that like there are some albums that they put out that are like, here's a thing we're doing. We're being weird Radiohead. And then like there's other albums when they're like, oh you can hear a little bit of our weird Radiohead, but you can also hear some of our rock Radiohead that that is to come. And that's why I think that's where this one is because, like, where it ended up within Rainbows is like you. If you listen in rainbows and then listen back to this you see like listen in reverse i guess this like in rainbows hail to the thief and then like amnesiac you're like oh there's a very clear trajectory to that even though and then later ones bring stuff back in like it's 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 just really interesting to to watch and even though i wasn't watching most of it um (laughs) or watching now and right listening to the albums in different orders and uh yeah it's fun <laughs>
2: wow
0: well um that's really cool annabelle and we can tell that you are a huge fan of this band <laughs> yeah you and uh, yeah. <laughs> yes um no that's an interesting way of looking at it um i think a lot of bands kind of like at least bands that get successful like radiohead like kind of yeah maybe have done stuff like that um but i don't know i can't i can't really think of like a band that's whose sound has evolved into so many different things. Yeah. As much as Radiohead. Um, like, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to rattle my brain. Uh, like, David Bowie is an artist who, like, has always, like, experimented with different kind of... Never did, like, the same thing over and over again. Yeah. You know, I um, I don't know. That's, a, that's an interesting way, because Radiohead is... Very inch like, like, I get, I get all the hype about them, yeah, yeah. So, because
3: it's when you're like, when you do that much sort of experimenting and change over that much time, you risk the whole people being like, oh, well, their old stuff is all better, right? Or, like, yeah, th- and then like, they they're they or they sold out to just please everyone, right? Radiohead kind of just did their own, they just do what they want, yeah, which yeah. Shows like, you know, we were talking about them not even going to the, the Rock
0: the Hall <laughs> of Fame, <laughs> yeah.
3: The Hall of because like I don't think they care that much. And they're like probably like that's that's fine, that's cool, awesome. Yeah. What do you People think? People like else? our thing, but i
2: yeah. Uh
1: Shit, uh, I really don't know what to add. Uh, <laughs> honestly, do you want to go to the next song? Yeah, we the it. whole yeah. thing is with me. Is I'm on a time limit right now. Okay, yeah. So, so let's yeah. Uh, let's move right. on. I hate
3: to be that guy.
0: You but are we that are, guy. Yeah, we, but, uh, we are in <laughs> a we are in a time. <laughs> oh, limit. So someone I'm else excited. try and I'm say the name about, of this title because I'm excited
3: I c- about the next song. Mixomatosis.
2: Okay, okay, thank you. Okay, wow, that
3: was and executioner. If that's easier for you, yeah. Um, this is my current like how i said i i will focus on one song for a while i like that it will be my like favorite in the moment this is my favorite right now right yeah um this is a weird song
0: it, oh, definitely. it's very weird uh yeah. my, especially the guitar yeah and, drums, and the yeah.
3: drum beat if i try every time i listen to this i try to to just like tap along to the percussion and i can't do it I can't it's probably it in a
0: very odd, chime signature. It's an odd time signature knew- i chime
3: signature that changes that alternates i think mm. because it's just the drums are insane
0: do you um how do you say that again uh matt because it's
3: mixomatosis
0: Mixomatosis is a disease that kills rabbits oh okay. yeah so like that's where the title comes from and apparently it's about tom york's complications with fame
1: yeah like the band's relationship with critics and the media right yeah
0: which I'm yeah. sure is a I'm sure is a bizarre thing to deal with just in general. Yeah. Like
3: something I think is interesting about the lyrics of this song is that some of the lyrics are recycled from an older song.
2: Oh really. I think
3: the other one. like they're used in that song and they're used in this one. And a uh, quick anecdote is one time I like woke up one morning and I had part of a song stuck in my head and I didn't know what it was. But the lyrics of it was, I don't know why I feel so tongue-tied. I don't know why I feel so skinned alive. And that's from uh, Cut Tooth by Radiohead. Okay. And it's on Amnesiac, or at least the Amnesiac bonus version. I think it's on, like, an EP or something. But it's right. also in this song. Yeah. Um, so, but...
0: Maybe that's something they're trying to do, as, well, Tom was trying I, to do, is yeah. to reference back to some of his more classic lyrics, I guess. Yeah. Well, it
3: wouldn't have been... Cl- it would have come out, like a year or two before, like, and that's not really a, I don't know, it was just,
0: I don't, no, I, I don't mean like, he was yeah. just like, you know, I'm going to bring back the Raindrops, because fans will see that I'm referencing OK Computer. Yeah. I think that was a better Tom York impression than yeah. Yeah. my really last good. one.
3: Actually, as someone who, like, thinking about it for a second as someone who writes poetry like sometimes you use a, a line in a poem you're like oh that that poem sucked but that line was really good i'm just gonna take that line and use
1: it <laughs> and, and use it at something poem. else yeah. i know i've done that <laughs> so too i also write that.
0: yeah uh do you have anything to say alex about this song?
1: uh no just for me again it's like how i am with all music it's like the music really attracted me to this song just the weird yeah guitars and drums really kept my attention yeah this one like it was
3: many years into listening to this album before i got to this song and realized that i really liked this song though because it's just it is a lot of noise like (laughs) it's just kind of you're like what's going on but right
2: but i like
0: Um, it a lot well does anybody have anything to say about it i don't want to we got yeah like you said uh, let's go on to scatterbrain
1: scatterbrain Scatterbrain. uh
0: i thought the guitar on this song was awesome yeah Um, the beautiful, very echoey sounding on the vocal. Um, and it seems to be about a song about not living in the moment. Yeah. Or really maybe liked, like an allegory on Ritalin. I really liked what
1: Tom said about it. I didn't write it in my notebook because it would take too long to write for me personally. He says, it's a really, really difficult song to describe. My favorite type of weather in the whole wide world is extreme winds. It is a bit dangerous. I have a house in the middle of nowhere. In the house next door, the roof blew up, and we just watched it, and it was exactly like Wizard of Wizard of Oz. It was fantastic, and this was a similar incident in the city, but it's kind of a love song as well, in a way. Interesting. Yeah, that, I, I do not get that at all, but reason, <laughs> I find it... So interesting, he enjoyed watching his neighbor's house
0: be <laughs> Look, destroyed, I, uh, but he's, yet he's in love. Won't you be my neighbor, mm. Tom York? Uh.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh.
3: this is like actually one of my least favorites, and it's Whoa. one that i don't I don't dislike it, but it's just one that hasn't grabbed me yet and myx- yeah but i have I'm holding out hope because mixomatosis, which is now one of my favorites, like took a long time, yeah and um, alternate title is As Dead As Leaves, period, which Ooh. I like. And um, I am very scatterbrained, so maybe I just feel uh, offended. But for me, um, I don't know. This one doesn't have, like, one thing in it that grabbed me or mm-hmm. en- enough happening to, like, keep me there already. I don't yeah.
0: know. Yeah, I like this song. I'm not, like... I, I think it's a good song, I guess, but like it's not something I would like say like you got to go out of your way to hear oh, it yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um
1: but it's it, not one of the most like sought after songs for me in no. my opinion, no. Yeah.
0: Um but it's a it's a solid it's a solid song to put on an album like this. Yeah. Um it's, and also yeah,
3: especially towards the end as you're kind of winding it down. Right.
0: And also Tom, um, please don't ever live next to me. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> but let's uh, go yo, with the last song on last the album. The last yeah. song is
0: very interesting
1: it's to very me cuz like Tom kind of just like talks sings. During it.
0: It's about it's called a wolf at the door. Yes.
3: Um, this is as close to a uh, rapping as we're going to get. My name's Tom York happier, and I'm
1: actually. here to say, yeah.
3: <laughs> ha
0: ha ha. F- here's a fork. <laughs> there. That's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah,
1: I just uh he just flatter just talks the entire time. It's like, drag him out your wind or dragging out the dead singing I Miss You Snakes and Ladders. Like, he just says it, like, very just like, he doesn't try. It feels like he doesn't try to sing. He's just like, okay, can we start? And then they just go right into it. It it, it doesn't, it's really weird for an ending track. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel like they're ending the album. It just kind of feels like, all right, here's another song It sounds like
0: a song that could fit in the middle of any other album. Yeah. Yeah, it just,
1: doesn't yeah. feel like an ending track which is really weird
0: that was one thing about this album that kind of the a detriment to it i don't feel like it's book ended in ways like i don't feel like the songs could have been in different orders yeah in a way mm-hmm. like i think honestly i think that they should have probably closed the album with um with uh i will honestly but like if i if i was like their producer or their arranger or whatever that's what i would recommend to them anyway a wolf at the door <laughs> um seems like it's the most overtly political song on the album it seems to be about um capitalism's grip over people and the wolf is the allegory for uh capitalism um there's also this really re- straightforward stuff yeah there's a, the keyboard on this is really interesting cuz it sounds like an accordion
3: uh yeah yeah
0: like yeah. this keyboard is really bizarre it is like it's weird. It had me like I was like I was like I know that's not an accordion, it, so that has to be a keyboard. It
3: feels very storybooky, and part of that maybe because Wolf at the Door, I just like thought
0: like um, uh b- Three Little Pigs yeah, kind of thing, yeah,
3: Riding Hood or something. Yeah, but it is it is like interesting the sort of broader point of like. The way the album is structured and, and having this as the ending point i think that's why i kind of refrain from saying like oh this is my favorite album like yeah it has like a lot of my favorite songs on it but i don't think i, I don't think the way it's is structured really does those justice necessarily no right. oh, yeah i could see that yeah um whereas you know i don't know kid Al- and stuff a lot of their other albums are structured just a lot better right
0: yeah. Alex do You did you say anything about this I'm sorry uh, mm,
1: no but like I can definitely see why it's still running on the theme of like uh, like the fear of a capitalist society right yeah. but yeah 1984
0: yeah as Well there was a song on there. but just like
1: the pictures of. he paints with these lyrics like walking like giant cranes with my x-ray eyes I strip you naked in a tight little world and are you on the list step for wives who are we to complain investments, investments in, in dealers, dealers. investments <laughs> in dealers cold wives and mistresses cold wives and sunday papers city boys and first class don't know don't know we're born at all
3: i did like i learned all the lyrics very intentionally yeah. and very actively because it was one of those songs that i was like this is a lot of words and yeah. I, and like it will be impressive to myself or right. like to my family who's stuck in a car with me right now, yeah. <laughs> like if I know you all the words. All the lyrics, yeah. <laughs>
0: I just, I just want to, I want to impress people, so that's why I yeah. torture myself. We would myself.
3: play. Actually, we would play a game. My, my family would, where they would like put on a Radiohead song, and like if I could guess it, and like they'd see if I can guess it in the first five seconds of the mm. song, or like. A couple and I could because <laughs> oh, that's I' awesome. lost it. I don't know I don't know all of it. I mean, just the ones that we know, guys don't don't do this <laughs> 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 I don't Well, want to fail in front of other people.: <laughs> That's a bizarrely
0: sweet thing. Well, I mean, like a family that listens to Radiohead together stays, stays together, together. I guess, uh, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah well, very, very true. guys, that's the album.
1: That's that the is the thing. Did it. um do we have any last words? Um, Before we die. <laughs> Before we, we die, die, we're going to explode. Yeah. Um, but oh, Anna, yeah. Bill, what is your lasting closing statement uh, for my, this album? My
3: closing statement was that this is the first time anyone has ever let me speak about Radiohead for this long. Aww. So thank you for that. I was very excited about it. Um, most of the time, everyone either tunes out or argues or something. I don't right. Know. But um, yeah, uh, Hail to the Thief. Very good album, or at least good album with some very very good songs on it and uh i think anyone for you right off radiohead which a lot a lot of people have you should listen to this and thank you for having me
2: oh
0: okay oh Um, well
1: thank you for coming on i mean yeah i i mean i can never like dive into a lot of like the deep discussion of radiohead like you two (laughs) have because they've never been like I've gotten into them, but they've never been, like, a humongous part of my life. They're not, like, part of my DNA where I can go into, like, these deep... I can never give, like, a deep thesis on them. But, like, the stuff I've heard, I really enjoy. And hearing this makes me think, like, oh, I should give... I could go. I should go back to the radio albums I do love and listen to them more and get the songs more in my head or listen to albums I barely listen to, like The Bends or A Moon Shaped Pool and give other albums a listen. So it's really just... Another one of those times where I go, like, okay, I should give this band some more listens. So, yeah.
2: Um, nice.
0: Yes, go back and listen to the radio albums. <laughs> <laughs> the Radiohead albums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh, first of all, um, here's the thing. I can understand why some people are pushed away, are scared to jump into Radiohead, mostly because, like, the fans are super fucking annoying um but like it's true. Like yeah. Um and but I will say this, like Hail to the Thief has its moments on it, but I do feel that you need some context before you listen to it of where and how far they've come. Listen to Okay Computer immediately. <laughs> that is literally like like we talked about like Dark Side of the Moon a couple of episodes ago, where like that is an album you need to listen to immediately like stop what you're doing and listen to it. Yeah. And like it's really great. And then like then I'd say go explore other areas of their career. I think Kid A is brilliant, but I can understand why people are uh divisive on it. Anyway, hail to the thief. Um there's I, I again I think the album's a little long. Um but there are some really incredible, great Radiohead moments on it. But this is not an album I would recommend new fans <laughs> to listen to first.
3: This is an intermediate,
0: right? Radiohead. Right. This is this yeah. is more for diehard Radiohead fans. But like, there, there is brilliant song. Um, uh, uh um, "Sail to the Moon" is brilliant. "Backdrifts" is great. Like, these are songs that I would recommend anybody check out. So, Hail to the Thief, good, not great. Okay. <laughs> See, I think that's a consensus. Uh,
1: I no, I got it. I'm so hot. I can't talk. <laughs> yes, you are, it is, sweetie. So, it is so hot. Thanks, babe. Uh, is I think that's a consensus we can all agree on. But it's an album that I feel like a lot of Radiohead fans would say it's underrated. Yes. Yes,
0: so... No, I, mean, I would still re- say
3: it's great. I just wouldn't say it's like super great. It yeah.
0: doesn't it, to me. <laughs> it doesn't stack up against some of their other albums. other fantastic, well-known albums. You Ready? Listen
3: to Radiohead do. I say in rainbows, then uh, okay, computer. No, and then, when the and bullet then hits this. the bone.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: I'm just going real digestible. Right, yeah. right. But I think if you do the, those two, I think that would prepare you for this one.
0: Right. All right. Okay. So. <laughs> Annabelle, thank Thanks you so
1: much for coming yeah, on Thank show. you for doing
0: this. Thank you for reaching out yes. and wanting to do this. Um, you were amazing. We'll have to have you on again sometime. We'll actually have yes. to have you talk about a different artist maybe. Oh, I've yeah. got some other ones. All right. Oh, cool. Sweet. Cool. I'm excited. Um, so I'll just say this now because I haven't done this very often. Um, our next guests um, are going to be Julia. Matowski. Thank you. And Chris Leichek and we're going to do a green day album but which one that's
3: i'm excited
0: you're going to gonna that. find out <laughs> you're going to find out on the, the episode next time so this has been yeah. talking, talking tunes, 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 tunes with these two guns
1: Mom.
2: Mom. You have been listening to Unplanned Comedy
1: Pods, a podcast collective.